We at Drunken Outsiders are a proper age to drink. We do not condone or approve of any underage drinking or any driving of sorts while under the influence. Please enjoy our episode. We're back. Everybody, welcome back to Drunken Outsiders. (laughs) I'm your host, Devin. I am your other host, Ryan. And yeah. That's us. Nope, don't start yet. You know what you gotta do. Yeah, I was gonna say the name of the episode. Oh. Today we're talking about Richard Allensworth White. What? Richard Allensworth White. So Jewel's not his name? No, he cha- he gets changed to Richard Jewel. <laughs> he changed his name to Jewel? No, he didn't. Wait a minute, what? I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> You're confusing me, pal. <laughs> We're like one minute in. <laughs> so what are you drinking? Um, well, I had some like spiked peach kind of thing, but I already finished that. So I'm just oh. going to finish a lot of stuff we have in the fridge here. Yeah. Because it's all piling up. Yeah. And I need to get rid of it. So some like, what's in there? Some of the Shiner Brock. Some yeah. of this... Monaco. Monaco. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I'm going through the rounds. Yeah. What do you got? I got this uh, sour kettle blueberry. Sour kettle blueberry. Yeah. It's by the Brow Brothers Brewing Company. Brow. Out of Marshall, Minnesota. All right. I don't even see what percent it is. Is there not one there? Mm-mm. It's probably non-alcoholic. On my <laughs> luck. No, it says alcohol, so. No. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't say what it is, though. That's weird. Yeah, no percentage at all in this bottle. Oh, I bet it's on so the it's box. A, it's like a surprise every bottle. That'd be it's fun. It's probably in the box. I didn't read the box. Hmm, sure. <clears throat> sure thing. Well, find out. Yeah. See how many it takes me to get drunk. Is it a national beer in Minnesota? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Last night I let my dad finish off my uh, Lone Star. Lone Star. <laughs> the national beer of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Still gets me every time. We need to make a beer and just call it the national beer in Nebraska. National beer in Nebraska. <laughs> Probably something to do with corn, otherwise people won't drink it. Yeah. Just straight corn. Just straight corn? Yeah. No alcohol? <laughs> the juice, the juice you get corn from juice. corn. Yeah. Just put some vodka in there. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that would Gross. be bad, but... <laughs> you get the little silkies in there, too, from the corn stalks? Yep. <laughs> One of the bugs? Oh, my gosh. One of those burrowing worms you get yeah. in corn stalks? You just oh, find them in bad. one. Like, preserve it in the tequila. Like to do with the like little bottles yeah, when they put like worm. scorpions and shit in there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do, we'll do that with these corn stock worms, <laughs> like little flies and beetles and shit. Yep. <laughs> like this ain't rare, but we put it in your bottle. <laughs> God, I I don't think I could ever drink anything with the bug in it. With the bug inside. Yeah. So you definitely won't be able to like eat those like cheddar millipede worm no, things. No, fuck no. 
They're not milk pizza. Uh, maggots? No, or the like, chocolate grasshoppers? No. Yeah, those. <laughs> like you jump seas and then like fry up actual tarantulas and feed them to you? Yeah, fuck that. I don't think I can eat spiders. No, I go hungry. I'd start a fire just to get rid of living ones. I'm not going to eat a dead one. <laughs> I can cook them. I won't eat them. Yeah. So yeah, now back to Richard Jewell. Which is not his name. What is his name? He changed. Legally. He didn't, he didn't even change it. it. He didn't change it. No, so. He was born Richard Allen's White. Allensworth White. On December 17th, 1962, in Danville, Virginia. Virginia. Um, his parents were a Bobby and a Bobby and Robert Earl White. And the marriage ended when Richard was four. Oh, okay. And then Bobby remarried to got remarried to a John Jewell. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. Who legally? Who later legally adopted Richard? Mm, I see. So then his last name became Jewel. Okay. Yep. I see now. So I guess it is actually Jewel. Yep, it is legally Richard Jewel. In our was legally Richard Jewel. Fair and square legal system. Yeah. So yeah, they moved to Atlanta when he was six. Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. I guess I didn't think I had to specify that, but yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um. After high school, he would re- he started like repairing old cars, or just cars. I mean, okay. Um, After high school, old. yeah. <clears throat> and then during his twenties and thirties, he had quite a few jobs. Uh, one was a house detective for a, a hotel, like a big fancy hotel. Oh, house detective. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what the hell he did. <laughs> I didn't really look much into that one. Um, a yog- a frozen yogurt store manager. Okay. A clerk for a small business administration. Hmm. And then in 1990, he worked as a jailer for the Haversham County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. Haversham. So this is a man of many experiences. Yep. He's got a developing skills here. Yeah. Huh. And he was often described as an overzealous employee. Overzealous. Yeah. Alright. Like he just wanted to get shit done and Yeah. Yeah. He pumps himself up every day. (laughs) Beats his chest every morning and he takes his shot of coffee. (laughs) It's like, let's go. Yeah. By this everything I read business business. (laughs) By everything I read he's a hell of a worker. Like wants to do it all. Yep. Slave his days away. Yeah. Uh, once he was charged with impersonating a police officer when he arrested a young couple at a building he was working part-time security at. <laughs> wow. So yeah, now I know what not to do. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, buddy. Yeah. Um, in 1991, so that was before he did the jailer thing. Isn't it? I believe. Oh, it was before that? I believe, because uh-huh. in 91 he was promoted to deputy. I feel like you don't like become a... Like full-on deputy? Yeah. Huh. I feel like you right. don't become a deputy after, right after you impersonated a police officer. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a hell of a step. You get arrested for being impersonated <laughs> a police officer, then and somehow then... you become a police officer. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> He's just like in jail, like policing every other person. Well, there. he was a jailer at the jail too. There's a, yeah, there's a jailer there. Um, it's like, damn, we gotta hire this guy. Yeah, so he was promoted to deputy, but he wrecked his patrol car in 95, and he resigned the force. He resigned, huh? Yeah. Then he got a job doing campus security at Piedmont College, where he resigned from that job not long after, after... Many students complained about him giving out harsh punishments. Oh, he was a stickler, too. Yeah. A hard ass. I think he was just doing his job. I mean, it depends. I mean, you do something small around campus and he doles out bad punishment every time. I mean, yeah, but if campus rules are you're not supposed to be somewhere after 10 and you're there, yeah. I guess so. But I mean, it depends on what he did. He didn't spank him, did he? <laughs> I did, didn't say that. I just said he gave out harsh punishments. Put him over his knee on the bench right outside <laughs> the campus doors. Like, you know what you did wrong. <laughs> yep. You know it's past curfew. They're like walking away. It's like, man, behind. <laughs> yep. My bummy hurts. <laughs> it's like, don't do it again. I'll get the other cheek. Made him sit there washing uh, toilet bowls with toothbrushes. <laughs> it's like threatening them the whole time. He's like, yeah. next time you'll do it with your tongue. <laughs> it's like, you got it, officer. I will do it again. But, um, so yeah, then after he got fired from that, he returned to Atlanta to live with his mother. That's so sweet. Yeah. And uh, the Summer Olympics was coming up. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, so he wanted to, or in Georgia, so he was hoping to get a job doing security there. Yeah, those places are one and the same. What do you mean? And Atlanta is in Georgia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's more of Georgia than there is Atlanta, so. What? There is? I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure they're in Atlanta, but I don't remember. You mean there's a state surrounding Atlanta? That's a joke. I know Georgia is a state. You sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they were held in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. The 96 Summer Olympics. I gotcha. Yep. Damn in Georgia. No, Atlanta. Oh, I'm sorry. I confuse those sometimes. Yep. Mm. Georgia, Atlanta. You gotta know which one's the state. You know, we're gonna start a petition to make Atlanta the official name of Georgia. (laughs) So instead of the... I guess, yeah, it'd still be the Atlanta Falcons. Because then it'd just be a state thing. Instead of a town. Or the Atlanta Football Club. Football Club. (laughs) Actually, it might be called Soccer Club around here. No one's going to call it football around here. No. Except, Except I'm pretty sure it's still called Atlanta FC. FC? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. They probably just call it FC. <laughs> they don't do the football club part of it. Well, that's what they FC don't spell it for. out. No. 
Like, oh, it's part of Atlanta FC. So then Richard Jewell was hired at the AT&T Global Village at Centennial Olympic Park. Hmm. Which is like a gathering place near the Olympics. Okay, I gotcha. Yep. Um, but then on July 27th, 1996, stationed at a light and sound control tower in Cent- Centennial Olympic Park, Joel spots an abandoned knapsack underneath a bench. A knapsack? What exactly is a knapsack? You fucker, I don't know. It's like a bag. Okay. Oh, we can just leave it at that if you want. <laughs> um, Georgia, Atlanta, knapsack. Yeah. Gotcha. Three things I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a bag. A nap. I mean, it's got to be a bag. I mean, keep going. <clears throat> I'm going to do detective work. Um, Jewel, like, checked around with people, asking people, like, hey, is that your bag? Nobody claimed it, so he called the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. So, yeah, like a bag. It's like a backpack. Yeah, pretty much a backpack. Like, the backpack that has, like... The fold over it. Yep. Yeah. A cheap backpack. So then he checked around with everybody. Nobody claimed it. So he called a Georgia Bureau of Investigation officer. Ooh. The GBI. The GBI. So he then began helping like clear the area. Okay. Over, away from this bag. Which I never heard of like... The Georgia Bureau of Investigation. No, I have no idea what that is. Until I watched uh, The Mentalist. Oh, yeah? They start out, the show starts out the California Bureau of Investigation, the CBI. Oh. And then they, t- they turn into the Georgia Bureau of no. Investigation? No. Then they get shut down. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> For anyone watching the show. But, um,. Yeah, it's to what my understanding was, they're above. It's like a police for the whole state. It's kind of like state troopers, but I think they're higher than state troopers. It's like the FBI, but for a state. At a state level, yeah. Right. FBI was higher. I gotcha. Than well, the, I, FBI's federal, so yeah. it's going to have jurisdiction Except everywhere. Florida would be the FBI, too. Florida Bureau of Investigation. The FFBI? The fucking Florida Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> they would do it, I imagine so. Um, but yeah. So in the inside the knapsack, it turned out to be a homemade pipe bomb. Well, that's a little dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, the bomb went off. What? Yeah. The bomb went off. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, it killed one woman. And injured 112 other people. Oh, wow. Yeah. But a photojournalist also died. He was running for cover and he had a heart attack. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Just he didn't even die from the bomb. No. He died in the worst way possible out of bomb explosion. A fucking heart attack. Like the split second you think to yourself. Think you're safe. <laughs> and then suddenly. I, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, GBI didn't save this man. <laughs> but yeah, so immediately after like the whole thing, 
Richard Jewell was praised as a hero for his quick thinking. But yeah, then... Richard Jewell. In the days following, uh, FBI named Jewell as their number one suspect. That'd be a hell of a shift. Yeah, because they were feeling he fit one of the potential personalities of the bomber, like profile personalities. Oh, I see. Yep. What's the profile? I didn't get that. Oh. I don't think they released that. They didn't? Dang. At least not that I've seen in the few websites I checked. Okay. Yeah, the FBI heard from one of his former employers, which I think it was the Piedmont College. Okay. That he was overzealous and all this shit and Yeah, and then some of his acquaintances said were like, Oh yeah. Richard has that same nap or has a knapsack just like that. Yikes. Yeah. That could get you in trouble. And then they got a search warrant to go search his house. And they find books about bombs and, like, bomb making. Those aren't mine, okay? Well, no, like, there was, like, he wanted to be a cop. And, like, he loved the shit, so, like, yeah, he's gonna do research about it, like, what to do in case of a bomb threat. He wanted to be a cop, but he was a cop. Yeah. And he quit. Yeah, because he crashed a squad car. He crashed a squad car. Why car, but I mean, you can still have a job after that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But I think, I don't know if he was able to handle the field. I don't uh, know. He I liked mean, the idea. But yeah. It never did say why he resigned, besides that he crashed a squad car, but. Hmm. Or wrecked it. But. Kind of anxiety, kind of maybe yeah, thing. I can, Some got over him, and he's like, I can't really do this. Yeah, I can see it being like that. I love being a cop. Yep. Hmm. I can see it being something like that. I don't know. It never did say. It's interesting. A little bit different than the people who dress in like army fatigues and (laughs) try and carry guns all the place and think they're in the army and all that. But probably shit their pants the moment they get in combat. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of the security guard type are kind of wannabe cops. Rent to cops? Yeah. I guess it's a little derogatory during security guards. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, Paul Blart, that was the whole thing about a security guard wanting to be a cop. You mean the fake story? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's obviously <laughs> fake, but... Comedy? <laughs> <laughs> they got the idea from somewhere. Somewhere. I mean, yeah. We all need <clears> you. <throat> I know I definitely met some security guards that were want to be cops. Oh, yeah? Not me. Not you? Okay. <laughs> I was looking at you for a reason. No, I do it for the money. <laughs> I don't care about your safety. I want to get yeah. paid. I'd rather do the ones where I had to watch an empty building all night. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot easier. But, um, so yeah, they found the books in his apartment. Um, so they started interrogating Richard. All but right. he kept being like, it's not me. It's not me. Like, I didn't do it. I just noticed a knapsack, checked, did my job. Bomb? What's a bomb? (laughs) Yeah. I don't Um, know what you're saying. So yeah, they got nowhere, and then to add some, like, pressure on him, they leaked it to the press. Ooh. That that he was their number one suspect. Ooh. So on July 30th, a newspaper called the Atlanta Journal 
published an article with the headline, FBI suspect hero guard may have planted bomb. Dang. No, I didn't say I made the bomb. I said I'm the bomb. <laughs> yeah. That didn't pan out. So yeah, Jewel then became the subject of a media shitstorm. Shitstorm is the appropriate term I would use to describe media. Yeah. Stuff like this. Even though he is never like formally charged. Yeah. Yeah, the media does it for you. Yeah. And like so yeah, some news outlets like they painted Richard as a wannabe cop who planted the bomb to be seen as a hero. Okay. That would also make sense, I guess. Yeah, for like the following weeks, Richard's apartment was stalked by police and news outlets. Four news outlets, uh, ABC, CNN, CBS, and NBC, reportedly, they uh, paid a tenant near one of his near his apartment to spy on him to become like their base of operations. Oh my God, these people suck. They I paid that person a thousand dollars a day. He he was not able to leave his apartment without being like swarmed by reporters and uh, cameras. You should just start <clears throat> swatting out all the people like they're fucking flies. But like, out of the way. Go. <laughs> no shit. And yeah, this continued until late October 1996. So, July. July to October. Let's see. August, September, October. Three months, but that's... That's a long time to... Three months to not really be able to leave your apartment. Right. Just walk out one day and be like, I have a bomb. <laughs> no shit. I would. No. You'd definitely have the FBI on your ass in that next second. Uh, not just the FBI, but worse. The GBI. Yeah, the GBI the will be the there. The GBI will be on your case. <clears throat> um, but yeah, and then late October, uh, when U.S. Attorney Kent Alexander... In writing, states that Richard Jewell is no longer a suspect. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty abrupt. Yeah. And then in 1997, the U.S. Attorney General, Jeanette Reno. Reno? Uh, formally apologizes to Richard. I don't know if an apology would be enough. He just went through hell for three months. I mean, a state can't really do anything else. But issue an official apology and be like, oh, well, we're done with that. Yep, like, <laughs> we're still friends, right? <laughs> hey, did you need a security job? <laughs> no shit. We have an opening at the GBI. <laughs> Someone of your bomb making, I mean, <laughs> security talents. Um, but yeah, then, so afterwards, Richard then sued several media outlets for libel. Libel. Libel? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> which is uh, defamation that includes making false statements that can hurt a person's reputation, which yeah. they did. Is it that one or slander that you can't, that a, like a famous person can't really sue you for because, you know, they're well known? Yeah. I don't know. It's either libel or slander that you can do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he used that money that he won from all these uh, places he sued uh, to buy himself and his mother both homes. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Oh, and then he also sued that Piedmont College. Oh, yeah? Because I'm guessing they're the ones that 
kind of started the whole... Told the FBI, like, oh yeah, he was overzealous and all this. and Yeah. It's a pretty harsh security guard. Yeah. I'm talking about bombs. Yeah. He really liked these knapsack things. But Yeah, just imagine your life being fucking overturned. For three months. The rest of your life, maybe, I guess. Probably affected him. Yeah, which I mean, I don't know. he worked in law enforcement for the rest of his life. Oh, did he? Yeah. Hmm. It didn't exactly say what jobs. But yeah, deputy? Jailer? I don't know. It didn't say what jobs, but I mean, he worked in law enforcement, which, I don't know. I, I don't, the system that wronged you, how can you go work Living for that it? system? Yeah. I guess so. He's probably a local PD, though. Yeah. No, I'd definitely get... Where the love for the feds isn't... Get all the way up to the FBI head head office. (laughs) Take it down from the inside. (laughs) You just get inside that conference call and be like, you have a bomb, you have a bomb. (laughs) I'm going to leak all your names, motherfuckers. (laughs) What's in the bag, Anderson? (laughs) That's a fancy book you're reading. (laughs) What's it about? And just start going by everybody's desk and sliding a bomb making buck into it. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the little pamphlets. Yeah. Like how to make a bomb printed on top. It's like in the desk. You're like, all guilty of terrorism. <laughs> Who do you call that? Fucking CIA? <laughs> you don't call the CIA for anything like that, man. I know, but how do you get. You call in a bomb threat, the CIA's going to come and blow you up, destabilize your own fucking government, and then go back to their office and be like, well, job well fucking done. We just yeah, killed ourselves. You can't call the FBI because you're doing it to everybody in the FBI. <laughs> call yeah, them. you'll just call bomb threats while you're in the FBI, but the CIA will just fucking put LSD in everything everyone else does. <laughs> it becomes a worse situation. Just call the GIA or GBI. You gotta call the GBI. <laughs> Actually, it'd be, it'd be the BBI. The Virginia Bureau of Investigation. Yeah, to get Quantico. Quantico. Isn't that in Virginia? Yeah, it's the head court, It's the head place of the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think the VBI has jurisdiction <laughs> in that area. <laughs> Probably not, but. <laughs> I think the. Feds rule that area of land. <laughs> Their castle on high. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be fucking awesome. You have two warring factions of state, federal. federal. The federal have this big ass building. They build a moat. <laughs> the state goes in to try to get rid of them. Like state shoots them with bows and arrows and shit. <laughs> they have the trebuchet. <laughs> Just throwing rocks yeah. at the feds. You see a fucking brand new car roll by. It's like, what the fuck time period is this taking in? Yeah, slowly they'll dabble in like <laughs> medieval clothes. No, the guy's got, wearing a tunic. He has they got to keep all the suits on. Tunics that look like suits. <laughs> okay. We'll go with that. Like the sunglasses, like the, the men in black. Yeah. Just running around. Are you fucking awesome? paintballing each other and be like play dead <laughs> you're on the losing side buddy no shit it's like all my dreams it's like the American Dad episode where they go to the country tra- country club 
Like, it's all, like, the fancy golf shit in the front. And, like, everyone's posh. And they go through the back. And it's just, like, paintball war. <laughs> These dudes in, like, army fatigues from the 70s. is like, screaming and shit. <laughs> and he's like, what is going on? And one guy's like, you and I'm, bitch. He's <laughs> being like that. Uh, that would be awesome. I was going to say Langley. That's CIA. Quantico. Yeah. Isn't Langley in Virginia, too? I think so. So we have two of the like most powerful departments of our government headquartered in Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah, Langley, Virginia. Huh. Their moat's filled with alligators. <laughs> <laughs> and LSD. <laughs> they got all the hot drugs in there. <laughs> it's like a mod podge of every drug you can think of. Fucking CIA. He's built the moat. It's not alligators. It's just a bunch of Chinooks just jumping out of the water. <laughs> trying to shoot you. All cracked up on speed. Oh, you know, they're in the CIA, so they're all fucked up at the same <laughs> exact time. They're trying to mess with you. Yeah, so back to Richard Jewell. So he, lived, he did law enforcement the rest of his life, and then... Um, August 28th, 2007, his wife finds him dead. So he got married. Yep. Finds him dead? How? Yep. Um, so, the medical examiner looked at his body and it said he suffered from heart disease. It was a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) No, he suffered from (laughs) heart disease, kidney problems, and diabetes, but it was the heart disease that killed him. Not the diabetes? Nope. It was a bomb of a different kind. (laughs) Yep. Just waiting to go off. But yeah. Probably all the stress from having to bitch slap all these media outlets for some No shit. he He lived the stressful three months all because some other dude planted a bomb. Yeah, they never caught that guy, didn't they? In, 90, in 1998, an Eric Rudolph, he was like an abortion, anti-abortionist. Um, so he blew up the Olympics. Yeah, he was identified as a suspect in the bombing of an abortion clinic in Birmingham, Alabama, earlier that year. But then later he was... <laughs> later in 98, he was charged with the Centennial Olympic Park bombing. And the 97 bombing of a gay nightclub. <laughs> wow. And an abortion clinic in Atlanta. And so, on... What's so funny, Devin? <laughs> what was so funny about that? Because I've had to edit you out saying gay this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit the whole segment out of you saying that. Um, but, uh, let's see. Um, May 31st, 2003, after a manhunt that lasted more than five years, Rudolph, who had vanished into Appalachian Mountains, was apprehended. That's a place where you get lost. Yeah. He was apprehended by police in North Carolina. He confessed to all four bombings. It was sentenced to multiple life term, multiple term of life imprisonment and 95 or 85 05 
45? Ah, oh, 25. Oh, five. <laughs> I knew what I... You gave like three fucking dates. 85, I knew when I said 95, I was like, no, that's wrong. And then I heard myself say 85, I'm like, no, that's more wrong. Like we're backtracking a little bit here. In 05 is okay. when he got served prison. Huh. Well, good. He's a domestic terrorist. Yep, so they found the guy. The true, real monster. Yep. Richard Jewell. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's, they made a few movies about Richard Jewell's story. Did they? I haven't seen any. No, I want to. But they're not on anything. They're not on anything? No. I know one was, I think, directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, interesting. I'll have to look them up. Yeah, there's one with Sam Rockwell in it. Sam Rockwell. You know? Um, Jack Hammer from Iron Man 2. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Huh. I knew you'd understand that one. You've probably never seen Mr. Right. I don't know. Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. He's no. an assassin and all these people try killing him. Yeah, I haven't and seen And they him. fall in love. They fall in love, huh? Yeah, it's really good. Maybe I'll have to watch it. Uh, he was on that Bad Guys movie. He plays the wolf. It, I'm not going to watch that one. <laughs> it's actually Just, pretty good. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Alright. I watched it because of my nieces. Oh. Um, God, he's been in some other things. Let's do our facts. So I'll go first. So the human skin, mm-hmm. it can't feel water or like wetness. Can't feel it? No. Okay. Like, so. like you know how if you grab some clothes and you think okay. they feel wet? It feels wet. That's because it's cold. Mm, so it's a temperature thing for yeah. us. Like, or you know how like, let's say you get a cut, but you don't notice it and it's bleeding pretty good. Mm. You don't feel it? That's because it's the same temperature as your body. I gotcha. Like when I cut my hands and they're like bleeding. Yeah. And I don't notice it at all. Yeah. Until like five hours later. Yeah. All damn time. That's because it's the same temperature as your body. So you don't feel it. I mean until it like slowly cools off and you feel the wetness per se. That's like, uh, that's why those, uh. Deprivation tanks. Oh, yeah? They put you in, like... Water? Body warmth water. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So you can't tell that you're wet. Yeah. You just feel like you're floating. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's... I mean, there's other animals out there that actually can feel wetter. Water. They can feel the wetness. They can feel the wetness? They can feel that it's moist. Oh, moist. That word bother you? Moist? Yeah. Oh, not really. I know it bothers right. other people. Does it? That oi sound. Oi. Moist. Oi. Coupon. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Does it make it's the same a, sound? It's but... a weird word, I guess. Oh. I never heard it bother someone. I heard it's a weird word. Uh-huh. It is a weird word. Coupon. 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 Yeah. Ah, English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful language. <laughs> so, I guess... 
Mine has to do a little bit with body parts as well, but not human. Hmm. Did you know that you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away? Jesus. You get that? You're literally two miles away from any blue whale. You can hear its heartbeat. Fuck. Like, I mean, it's a big you game. have to be in the water or... Well, you probably can't hear it out of the water. Well, okay. The sound doesn't really work that well. No. Once it leaves the water. Water's very good at carrying sound. Yeah. I mean, it's... The world's largest animal's heart weighs about 400 pounds. You understand that? All that love to go around. All that love to go around. <laughs> He's got a two-mile radius on that love. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can feel the love coming from that animal. That's a lot of meat. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of meat for the loving. <laughs> it's crazy. That is. Holy fuck. Two miles. I mean, considering, I guess, 400 pounds for that kind of animal. Something that gets up to, like, 90 feet. Yeah. Can't remember how much they usually weigh. But I mean, you know, guessing more than four hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> I bet a few tons. It's a a few tons. I think it's like up to like twenty elephants worth. <laughs> and elephants are like you a damn ton Americans or two. always can think <laughs> anything but the metric system, right? <laughs> yeah, don't blame me though, because I was told that <laughs> by fellow Americans. I don't know how much they weigh. That's like one thing I see. It's like, how big is this deer? It's about, or how much does this deer weigh? About 800 hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> 330, or yeah, 330,000 pounds. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, here's, here's a fucking question. 200 tons. Approximately 33 elephants. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of getting there. I was kind of right. It was like 13 elephants off. Holy fuck. The heaviest blue whale ever recorded was on March 20th, 1947. 418,878 pounds. Wow. It's a heavy motherfucker. Yeah. It's almost half a million pounds. It's almost 50 elephants. <laughs> Crazy. There's a lot of loving in that meat. Yep. Wow. Or I guess mostly fat. There's a lot of fat there. And the blue whale? Yeah. There's a shit ton of fat. Yeah. God. Just so you know, fat things can find loving too. <laughs> I wish it worked that way. <laughs> You don't like it? Go work at the GBI. No, no. The Olympics. Oh yes, the Olympics. Cause I mean, by the pictures I seen, I mean he. I don't know if he is fat per se, but. Oh, I don't know. I never actually seen him. He won't. He weren't skinny. No. If I had to guess, it was type two diabetes. Oh, type two. 
<laughs> I mean, not to be dick or anything, but... He seems like he would have been a cool guy. In life. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. By your description, he seems kind of like a hard ass. I mean, yeah, but I bet you get a few beers in him and he is pretty cool. Sure. I mean... He'll crash a car for you. He was the one on the... He was the dude in this picture. Not the woman. That's his mom. That's a woman? I'm just kidding. That's mean. Oh, yeah. He's an average American obesity. Yeah. Which isn't, you know... No, I'd say he's good. Then I'd say he's closer to my weight. What? No. That dude's a lot more chunkier than you. I'm not calling you chunky either way. I'm just saying he's <laughs> chunky. You're not chunky. Have to go you think you're to the same tonight. kind of chunky. <laughs> there's a lot of loving in this meat. Yeah, there's a lot of loving in this meat. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Shit. Well. Well, yeah, go follow us on social media. Richard Jewell. Yep. Not to be confused with his other less known cousin, Neil Diamond. <laughs> oh, fuck, I was trying to think of a Ruby one, but I can't think of one. No? I don't know. <clears throat> I have no idea. Some other name? Emerald? Sapphire? Or I thought Diamond. I, th- I felt like I had an Emerald, but until you said Emerald... I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm all out of them. Yeah, Neil Diamond was the best I could come up with. Yeah, that's a damn good one. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, go follow us on social medias. (laughs) Follow us on social media. Give us... Or... Give us an email. Is that what I was going to say? Shoot us an email. If you want to talk to us, please talk to us. Yeah. We need it. We need the encouragement. <laughs> We're just <laughs> shooting it in the dark. We need your guidance. We might have to go buy some bomb making bugs pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> God, do you think Barnes and Noble sells bomb making books or no? I don't think so. Amazon. We can look. Amazon. We can ask the front desk <laughs> yeah. at Barnes and Noble be like, Hey, you got any bomb making kits or you know, bucks. <laughs> it's just purely research. I swear. <laughs> Where's your section on clandestine warfare? <laughs> Do you make Molotov cocktails here? Do you have the recipe for mustard gas? You ever seen grown men? <laughs> <laughs> you like gladiator movies? <laughs> you ever go to the gym, Jimmy? around at gyms what hanging around do you gym? like to hang around at gyms oh yeah i guess see that one i don't remember it's the other two that yeah my brain gets <laughs> it's an airplane quote for you people damn good movie great movie leslie nielsen yep love him i don't even know if he's still alive or not i don't know better be yeah Ready to go get another beer? Let's go do it.